Section. Introduction. We're going to delve into the fascinating world of large language models, LLMs. These models have shown remarkable abilities, but we still don't fully understand how they work. However, recent findings suggest that LLMs can create models of the world, meaning they can infer hidden variables in the data generation process, rather than just modeling surface word co-occurrence statistics. We're particularly interested in understanding the hidden structure of these representations. In this study, we're focusing on how LLMs represent sentiment, a variable in the data generation process that's relevant and interesting across many language tasks. We're using causal mediation analysis to explore this, and we've found that these sentiment features are represented linearly by the models, are causally significant, and are used by human interpretable circuits. We've discovered something we're calling the summarization motif. This is where sentiment isn't directly transferred from valence tokens to the final token. Instead, it's first aggregated on intermediate summarization tokens without inherent valence, like commas, periods, and certain nouns. This summarization structure for next token prediction is similar to the explicit classification token in BERT-like models. We've found that the sentiment stored on summarization tokens is causally relevant for the final prediction. This is an interesting example of an information bottleneck, where the data generation process is funneled through a small subset of tokens used as information stores. Understanding the existence and location of information bottlenecks is a crucial first step to deciphering world models. This finding also suggests that the models can create summaries at various levels of abstraction, like a sentence or clause rather than a token. Our study is divided into sections. In the first section, we demonstrate methods for finding a linear representation of sentiment using a simple dataset. We show that this direction correlates with sentiment information in real-world data and matters causally in a crowdsourced dataset. In the second section, we show that the learned sentiment direction captures summarization behavior that is causally important to circuits performing sentiment tasks. We use this case study to model an investigation of what a single interpretable direction means on the full data distribution. We've used several datasets and models in our study. These include Toy Movie Review, a dataset of continuation prompts we created, and Toy Mood Story, a similar dataset. We also use the Stanford Sentiment Tree Bank, SST, which consists of one-sentence movie reviews with human-annotated sentiment labels for every phrase from every review. We used open web text as a source of random text for correlational evaluations. We used GPT-2 and Pythia, families of decoder-only transformer models, for various tasks. To find a sentiment direction in each layer of a language model, we used our toy movie review dataset and five different methods. We defined certain variables for positive and negative inputs, and for the vector in the residual stream at layer L above the adjective and verb respectively. We also defined the correct next token for positive and negative inputs. Section Summary Large language models, LLMs, have impressive capabilities but their internal workings are poorly understood. In this work, we investigate how LLMs represent sentiment and find that sentiment features are represented linearly by the models, are causally significant, and are utilized by human interpretable circuits. We also discover a summarization motif, where sentiment is first aggregated on intermediate summarization tokens before being moved to the final token, suggesting the model's ability to create summaries at various levels of abstraction. Section. Mean difference, MD. We're going to break down and simplify a few complex concepts from a research paper. These concepts include mean difference, MD, K-means, KM, linear probing, distributed alignment search, DOS, 
Principal Component Analysis, PCA, and Activation Patching. Firstly, let's talk about mean difference, MD. This is a method to calculate direction. We take the average of a certain set of values, denoted as P, and subtract the average of another set of values, denoted as N next. We have K means, KM. This is a method where we group a set of values into two clusters. We then find the center point, or centroid, of each cluster. The direction is then calculated as the difference between the two centroids. Linear probing is another method to calculate direction. Here, we use a logistic regression classifier, which is a type of machine learning model. This model is trained to distinguish between two sets of values, P and N. The direction is then calculated as the normalized weights of this classifier. Distributed Alignment Search, DOS, is a method where the direction is a learned parameter. This parameter is trained to maximize the difference between the average logit values of the sets P and N. Principal Component Analysis, PCA, is a method where the direction is the first component of a set of values. Activation patching is a technique where we create two similar datasets, but with keywords changed to flip the sentiment. We then compare the model's responses to these datasets to determine the relative importance of various parts of the model. We also introduce a variant of activation patching called directional activation patching. Here, we only modify a component along a single direction in the vector space. We use two evaluation metrics, the logit difference and the logit flip accuracy metric. The logit difference measures the difference in logits for correct and incorrect answers. The logit flip accuracy metric measures the proportion of cases where we induce an inversion in the predicted sentiment. We also perform ablations, where we eliminate the contribution of a particular component to a model's output. This helps us understand its importance. We can do this by replacing the component's output with zeros or the mean over some dataset. We then investigate if there exists a direction in the model that represents the sentiment of the input text. We find that the methods discussed above all arrive at a similar sentiment direction. We can project the model's output onto a sentiment direction to get a sentiment activation. We visualize and compare these directions using the Toy Movie Review dataset. We find high similarity between the learned sentiment directions. This suggests that these are all approximations of the same direction. We also note that the direction being examined was trained on just 60 English adjectives in an unsupervised way. Despite this, the extreme values along this direction appear readily interpretable in diverse text domains. Finally, we rigorously evaluate our directions using correlational and causal methods. It's important to note that this type of analysis is qualitative and should not act as a substitute for rigorous statistical tests. Section Summary The mean difference, MD, is computed as the average difference between the activations of positive and negative examples. In various methods such as linear probing, logistic regression, distributed alignment search, and principal component analysis, different approaches are used to determine the sentiment direction. Activation patching and directional activation patching are techniques used to determine the relative importance of different components in a model. Ablations are performed to assess the magnitude of importance of specific components. The existence of a sentiment direction in the residual stream of a transformer model is investigated, and it is found that different methods yield similar sentiment directions. Visualizations of the sentiment directions show high cosine similarity and interpretability across different text domains. However, it is important to note that this analysis is qualitative and should be complemented with rigorous statistical tests. Section. Correlational Evaluation. 
We conducted an analysis to understand how word sentiment is classified based on sentiment activation. We found that the sentiment direction can change based on whether a word is negated, effectively flipping the sentiment. To understand the significance of the sentiment axis, we divided the sentiment activations of open web text tokens from the first layer of GPT-2 small into 20 equal parts and selected 20 tokens from each. We then asked GPT-4 to classify these tokens as positive, neutral, or negative. We provided GPT-4 with prompts that asked it to classify the sentiment of a given token, providing a context of 20 tokens centered around the sampled token. We only performed a basic human check on the results. Our findings, illustrated in a graph, show that the left side is dominated by the negative label, the right side by the positive label, and the center by the neutral label. This suggests that the extremes of the activations can be interpreted as representing a bipolar sentiment feature. The large neutral area in the middle of the distribution, rather than a gradual decrease of positive, negative, suggests overlapping features. We also found that negation can flip the sentiment direction. Using the K means sentiment direction after the first layer of GPT-2 small, we observed how the model updates its sentiment view during the forward pass, similar to the log it lens technique. We noticed that the sentiment activation flips when the context of the sentiment word indicates negation. Words like fail, doubt, and uncertain can flip from negative to positive after a few layers of processing. This could be an interesting area for future research to understand the circuitry used to flip the sentiment axis in the presence of a negation context. We also found that sentiment directions are causal representations. We evaluated the sentiment direction using directional patching. These evaluations were performed on prompts with out-of-sample adjectives and the direction was not trained on any verbs. Unsupervised methods like k-means were still able to shift the logit differences and DOS was able to completely flip the prediction. Interestingly, we found that the sentiment direction is most generalized at intermediate layers. If the sentiment direction was just a trivial feature of the token embedding, we would expect that directional patching would be most effective in the first or final layer. However, we found that it is in the intermediate layers of the model where we see the strongest out-of-distribution performance to SST. This suggests that the model uses the residual stream to form abstract concepts in intermediate layers and this is where the latent knowledge of sentiment is most prominent. We further verified causality using the technique of activation addition. We added a multiple of the sentiment direction to the first layer residual stream during each forward pass while generating sentence completions. We found that by adding increasingly negative multiples of the sentiment direction, the completions become increasingly negative without completely destroying the coherence of the model's generated text. Finally, we validated our sentiment directions derived from toy datasets on SST. We simplified the labels to a binary, positive, negative, used only the unique phrases, restricted to the test partition, and took a subset where PYTHIA 1.4b can achieve 100% zero-shot classification accuracy, removing 17% of examples. We then paired up phrases of an equal number of tokens to make up 460 clean, corrupted pairs. We evaluated the logit difference between positive and negative as our patching metric. Using the same DOS direction from section trained on just a few examples and flipping the corresponding sentiment activation between clean, corrupted in a single layer, we can flip the output 53.5% of the time. Section Summary In this section, the authors perform a correlational analysis to classify word sentiment based on sentiment activation and observe that the sentiment direction is sensitive to negation, with negated words flipping their sentiment.
They also evaluate the sentiment direction using directional patching and find that it generalizes best in intermediate layers of the model, suggesting that sentiment knowledge is most prominent at these layers. Additionally, they verify causality by using activation addition to steer the model's sentiment during sentence completions and validate their sentiment directions on the SST dataset. Section, Circuit Analyses. In this section, we'll discuss our analysis of certain circuits that provide insights into the summarization motif. We'll limit our quantitative analysis of this motif for now. We've identified the circuits responsible for the toy movie review and toy mood stories tasks in GPT-2 small through a process of path patching and attention pattern analysis. Let's start with the toy movie review task. At first glance, this task seems like a simple binary classification task where the model identifies positive or negative sentiments and maps them to corresponding outputs. However, we found that the model also uses attention head output at intermediate token positions, which are later used when producing the final output. This is an example of summarization, where the model gathers important information related to an entity at a specific token for later use, instead of just referring back to the original tokens that were the source of the information. The model uses a simple, understandable algorithm to perform the task. It identifies words in the prompt that carry sentiment, writes out sentiment information to the final movie token, and then reads from these tokens and writes to the final output token. The output of attention heads is only important at the movie position, which we call the summarization token. We've named these heads sentiment summarizers. To confirm this circuit and the role of sentiment direction, we modified the circuit at the sentiment-laden word positions along the sentiment direction only. This resulted in a 58.3% rate of logit flips and a logit difference drop of 54.8%. When we modified the circuit at those positions in all directions, we saw 97% of logits flip and a logit difference drop of 75%. This shows that the sentiment direction is largely responsible for the function of the circuit. Next, we looked at the circuit that processes the mood dataset in Pythia 2.8b, which is a more complex task that requires more summarization. We found that a set of attention heads primarily attended to the comma following the preference phrase for the queried subject, and secondarily to other words in the phrase. These heads relied partially on the comma token for their function. Heads attending to preference phrases tended to write to the repeated name token near the end of the sentence as well as to the feels token another type of summarization behavior. Later heads attended to the repeated name and feels tokens with an output important to the final output token. Our circuit analyses suggest that summarization behavior at intermediate tokens like commas, periods, and certain nouns plays a crucial role in sentiment processing, even though these tokens have no inherent sentiment. We focused on summarization at commas and periods and explored this further in a series of experiments. We found that in many cases, this summarization creates a partial information bottleneck, where the summarization points become as important, or sometimes more important, than the phrases that precede them for sentiment tasks. To determine the extent of the information bottleneck presented by commas in sentiment processing, we tested the model's performance on the multi-subject mood stories dataset. We froze the model's attention patterns to ensure the model used the information from the patched commas in the same way as it would have used the original information. We then performed activation patching on either the pre-comma phrases or on the two commas alone, and found a similar drop in the logit difference for both. Section Summary The circuit analyses conducted on GPT-2 and Pythia 2.8b models reveal that summarization plays a crucial role in sentiment processing. In the case of GPT-2, 
The model aggregates important sentiment information from specific token positions to later produce the output. For Pythia minus 2.8b, attention heads primarily focus on the comma following the preference phrase and other words in the phrase, indicating the importance of summarization at intermediate tokens. These findings suggest that summarization points, such as commas and periods, become as important as the preceding phrases for sentiment tasks, creating an information bottleneck. Section. Importance of summarization increases with distance. We've noticed that the more distant the preference phrases are from the final part of the prompt that references them, the more the model relies on summarization. To test this, we added a relevant text after each preference phrase in our multi-subject mood stories and measured the change in the logit difference for the periods at the end of these phrases versus the pre-period phrases. We found that the periods can be up to 15% more important than the actual phrases as this distance grows. This suggests that as models grow in context length, the importance of summarization may increase, which is something that needs further study. We also wanted to study how summarization behaves with natural text, so we examined this in the Stanford Sentiment Tree Bank, SST. We added the suffix, review sentiment, to each of the prompts and evaluated Pythia minus 2.8b on zero-shot classification based on whether positive or negative sentiments have a higher probability and are among the top 10 tokens predicted. We then selected the examples Pythia minus 2.8b succeeds on that have at least one comma, which means we start with a baseline of 100% accuracy. We performed experiments on comma representations and found a clear summarization pattern for SST. We performed two baseline experiments to get a control for our later experiments. First, we measured the total effect of the sentiment directions by performing directional ablation using the sentiment directions found with DOS to every token at every layer. This resulted in a 71% reduction in the logit difference and a 38% drop in accuracy. Second, we performed directional ablation on all tokens with a small set of random directions, resulting in a less than 1% change to the same metrics. We then performed directional ablation using the DOS sentiment direction to every comma in each prompt, regardless of position. This resulted in an 18% drop in the logit difference and an 18% drop in zero-shot classification accuracy. This indicates that nearly 50% of the model's ability to perform the task accurately was mediated via sentiment information at the commas. We also performed mean ablation at all comma positions, replacing each comma activation vector with the mean comma activation from the entire dataset in a layer-wise fashion. This resulted in a 17% drop in logit difference and an accuracy drop of 19%. We have identified a phenomenon across multiple models and tasks where sentiment information is not directly transferred from balanced tokens to the final output but is first aggregated at intermediate, non-balanced tokens like commas and periods. We call this behavior the summarization motif. These summarization points serve as partial information bottlenecks and are causally significant for the model's performance on sentiment tasks. Through a series of experiments, we have validated the importance of this summarization behavior in both toy tasks and real-world datasets like the Stanford Sentiment Tree Bank. As models grow in context length, the importance of this internal summarization behavior may increase. This discovery adds a new layer of complexity to our understanding of how sentiment is processed and represented in large language models, LLMs, and seems likely to be an important part of how LLMs create internal world representations. Understanding the emotional valence in text data is one of the first NLP tasks to be revolutionized by deep learning and remains a popular task for benchmarking NLP models. This research was inspired by the field of mechanistic interpretability, 
which aims to reverse engineer the learned algorithms inside models. Exploring representations and world modeling behavior inside transformers has garnered significant recent interest. Prior to the transformer, representations of emotion were studied and sentiment was studied, notably finding a sentiment neuron which implies a linear representation of sentiment. A linear representation of truth in LLMs was also found. Section Summary The importance of summarization increases with distance, as observed in multi-subject mood stories. The periods at the end of preference phrases can be up to 15% more important than the actual phrases as the distance grows. This summarization behavior has been validated in the Stanford Sentiment Tree Bank, indicating that it plays a significant role in sentiment tasks and may become even more important as models grow in context length. Section. Summarization motif. Our investigation into the summarization motif, as discussed in a previous section, is driven by our quest to identify information bottlenecks in various models. The term, motif, that we use, much like in the context of systems biology, is inspired by the original concept. The notion of examining representations at varying frequencies or abstraction levels was further delved into in other studies. We noticed that information storage after the relevant token was evident in how the GPT-2 small model predicts gender. We also delve into the concept of causal interventions in language models. Our experiments are designed from a causal mediation analysis viewpoint. We aim to identify computational subgraphs that use feature representations, a concept inspired by the circuits analysis framework. We particularly utilize the tools of mean ablation and activation patching. To apply these concepts to specific subspaces, we employ distributed alignment search. This method allows us to explore these ideas in a more targeted manner.